Hello, fashion enthusiasts. As promised, we're launching our podcast to share our perspectives on fashion, lifestyle, and everything in between. This series, we're focusing on wellness and interviewing our head buyer and operations manager, Gina, that keeps our boutique running smoothly. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram at Ambiance Slow and Ambiance Paso and YouTube at Ambiance Boutiques to catch all the latest news and VIP promos. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'd like to introduce Gina. Hey, guys. Gina, why don't you tell everybody what you do at Ambiance? So I help Canon run all the stores. I'm the operations manager, and I also do all the buying for our Slow Store, our Paso Store, and our e-commerce site. And tell them what you did before I poached you. (laughs) (laughs) She did. Um, I was working for a startup e-commerce company, so I had some of the knowledge, and Canon knew that she wanted to turn her brick and mortar stores into something bigger and expand the company into e-commerce. So we've been doing that. Glad to have you on board. (laughs) Glad to be on board. So she has a good story apparently about her husband. (laughs) On the way here. I was traveling. We were doing the podcast at Cannon's house. So I was was traveling this morning. I thought I'd call my husband on the ride and catch up with him. I haven't seen him in a few days. He's a firefighter. So he's heading home from work this morning. He gets off his shift at eight. But he said he had just left Ventura and I asked why he was still there. And he said, well, he was traveling down the highway and sees a car accident and nobody was on scene yet. So he felt as his duty as a first responder was to pull over and help the family. So they have an application on their phone where they can see if somebody's responded and he saw that engine 22 was already on the way. So he didn't have to call 911, but he went out to make sure everybody was okay. And as the crew pulls up, they can see that it was a pretty big accident. They were going to need the jaws of life. And that's what prized the car open to rescue the people out. So one of the rookies had the jaws of life and he was running to the car and he puts them into the car. looks up and it's his mom and his sister. Oh, are they okay? He, they're, they're a little hurt. They're at the hospital right now, but he thinks they're going to be okay. They were talking, they were conscious. Oh so, my goodness. Wow. But yeah, a rookie means it's like your first year. So you're new, you're new on the job. They oh let my gosh. him take his suit off and hop in the ambulance with his mom and sister oh. and go to the hospital with them, which was pretty nice of his crew to let him do while he was working. But that's a shock for you. Yeah, that's, I mean, 2020 has been quite a wild quite year. Quite year. Yeah. But my husband felt confident that they were going to be okay. Just that's good. That's a good, that's a good news. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What a surprise. Yeah. I feel like. I would believe anything now. Yeah. 2020. 2020. You, you could have told me aliens abducted your husband on his way home from work. I'd be like, <laughs> hope, <laughs> hope they give him back. <laughs> well, we could use him for a little bit. So let's get back to ambiance. I wanted to talk about your experience at the store because you've been with us a little over a year. So why don't you tell everybody about your experience over this first year, what you've learned, what you like about retail, what's hard about retail, how you feel like you were able to assist us through COVID because I think you did a lot. Wow. That's a lot of questions in one. So let's remember them, please. (laughs) Cause Uh, I won't. (laughs) Right. Um, if I, so I've never been a buyer, so I came in, I mean, I love fashion and I feel like I have a, a eye for style. So that part was really exciting. Um, as far as operations manager, that's kind of my forte. Um, I'm good at business and running businesses and I have a good business mind. So the buying part was probably more of a challenge, even though in college I had worked at boutiques and I had some experience going on buying trips. I hadn't actually been the buyer. And what so, do you think the hardest part about buying is? Yeah. So that, yes. So the hardest part, and people don't see this, is all the budgeting. 
people don't people think oh yeah they just go and they buy everything they like and that's that's not the way it works obviously it'd be more fun if it was it would be way more fun <laughs> way more fun but we go to market and you you know a lot of people have seen our stories on instagram of us going through market and we do pick out all the things we love but we can only bring in so much so when i get back home after market i go in and i look at every single category we have from denim to bottoms to tops and i have a certain amount a budget that I can bring in in all of those categories and I have to do that for each store. So it's very, it's a very time consuming process, but we want the business to be successful. Again, that's where my operational management comes in. How do you decide? Uh, so I go through normally and I pick all my favorites and I, I'll go through the line sheet, say I liked 46 items. So I'll go through and I will first see what, what do I need? What do I think is going to sell really great? What is trending right now? What do the people want? And then I'll go from there. If I don't have the budget for that, then I cut a couple of the things that I don't like as much. And if I do have more, then I'll go and I'll select again. It's that simple, I guess. So what do you do if it doesn't sell? <laughs> I usually blame it on Canon. <laughs> well, Canon was at marketing. She said we had to have it. No, um, when something doesn't sell, we either find a new way to wear it. Obviously, I'll have the girls style it differently. And ultimately, I mean, it's a learning experience. So I mean, something I, isn't I would never would have ordered that diaper dress. So just <laughs> it looked good on the model. <laughs> Famous last raw footage. Famous last words. <laughs> hey, it's trending at fifty percent light. Okay, um, and Pam loves it. So if Pam loves it, she's probably gonna sell it. What do you think the most fun part about buying is? Is it the trips? Is it the plaza? <laughs> it's definitely the champagne bar at the plaza and the delicious lemon cake and just having fun. We, you know, we work long days. We're up early in the morning and we're on our feet all day and making decisions all day. And then at the end of the night, we always go out to a fun dinner and we do something fun and. We, we laugh a lot. We have fun together. So to talk a little bit more about operations. Like if a business was struggling in, in that department, what do you think the key to success would be? Goodness, what I found in my time is people tend to lose a lot of productivity by letting emotions or personal things get in the way. I just try to redirect people. It's not always easy because people are human and that's there, but trying to keep people focused, trying to keep people positive and really being solutions-based. We're gonna face problems all day in any parts of your life, whether it's at the business or in your personal life. And I think if we come with the approach of solving the problem and moving on, we lose a lot less productivity rather than focusing on that. So that's something I've probably done my whole life from gymnastics in high school to college groups, you know, working in groups in college to all the companies that I work for and just be focused on productivity and problem solving. Can you talk a little bit about how you view the world? Because I think it's very unique to you. <laughs> and I think it's a huge asset to you and to the business. So it's like the stories when you hear, you know, like the really, really rich person, they grew up not knowing they're rich and they wrote the story or they had to write how many windows you have in your house and every kid's like eight, 10, 12, and the kid writes 246. I didn't know when I was a kid that I was just a happy person. Like I thought everybody was happy. Everybody grew up happy. It took a while in life to realize that people suffer from depression or people have a lot of issues. And I didn't know that. And I think learning that throughout my life has made me more compassionate towards people. But I think I'm really lucky that I'm inherently a happy person. I look at the bright side of things. And I get that from my parents. My mom and my dad are both very optimistic people, very happy people, very hard workers. So I guess I didn't know any different. I thought everybody looked at the bright side of things. Which, and how has that helped you in your life? Because I would say it has a ton, but I'd love for you to talk about that. Um, more of 
like, as I mentioned earlier, the problem solving, I'm very like, believe in giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. And I talk about that a lot at the store. And a lot of times when people are having issues or we're trying to overcome something, I talk about giving people the benefit of the doubt and finding out what the story is before we react. A lot of people get so upset at something. And I say, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's talk to that person and find out their side of the story. And nine out of 10 times, I feel that they're like, okay, I'm so glad this is what had happened. And it's just a misunderstanding. Don't you think we could use more of that just on a I feel like we national could. level? Yes, on every level, <laughs> giving people the benefit of the doubt, believing in other people, believing in huma- humanity and the goodness of people. It's there. Sometimes people just need a little help. So I would consider you a very fit person and a very healthy person. I You have really good <laughs> habits. <laughs> you have quite a sweet tooth. I do. I do. Uh, can you talk about that? Yeah, um, I do. I love wellness. I think taking care of yourself makes you feel better every day. Um, whether it's drinking a lot of water or even shaving your legs, you just feel better. Um, talk I about do. your your snacky habits because I think they're very, they're very, they're good. They're healthy. They're healthy. Yes. Well, I snack all day and some people believe in fasting. Some people believe in always eating a big breakfast. Um, I wake up in the morning and I don't drink coffee. I'll drink two pints of water. And to me, that water, the oxygen in the water is what gives me energy to get through my day. And then mid-morning, I'll usually do a protein shake. Um, Then I'll snack on a bar uh, (laughs) at lunchtime. I try to do a salad with some protein in it. But after that, I need my little sugar. It kicks in right about after lunch. And I love candy. So... um, I'm actually pretty good. I follow the 90-10 rule. Well, I eat healthy 90% of the time and 10% of the time is sugar, but every once in a while I'll fall into the 80-20 where I just, I, I need a little more sugar and I've cupcakes seen and donuts. Yes, I've seen it. <laughs> so I do love my dessert. I love my sweets, but I feel like it's a good balance. If you're working out and you're taking care of yourself. And, and what do you do to work out? How do you look so good, Gina? Yeah, I, <laughs> I clothes. <laughs> just put the clothes on top of it. I, I do, I did a lot of yoga and Pilates. So I feel like I have a little foundation of what works for my body. And so I do stuff at home. I have a little area in my room with weights and a mat, and I do a lot of yoga and Pilates. And so you do it in the morning? I usually do it early in the morning. Too, well, not, not every morning. Too early for me. <laughs> I try to do it three days a week, so I'm not a five, six, seven-day-a-week workout. I feel like my healthy balance is working out three days a week, but working out hard. Like that 45 minutes to an hour, you can guarantee I am going to have full muscle fatigue, and I'm going to have a high heart rate. So I don't just... And you walk to work, right? <laughs> Because you live like 12 blocks from your work. I live eight blocks, but if you can park five blocks closer, why wouldn't you drive? The thing is, when I'm done working out, I'm done. And I'm in cute little hills and I don't want to walk in them. So you might have to edit that out too. Thank you. I'm getting a little defensive now. <laughs> your car has an ego boost. It does. <laughs> it's so, so, what are your big fashion tips for people this fall? Fall. I'm already so far gone. Fall is already so out there. No, talk about that. Spring, You're buying for summer, and I'm buying for pre-fall of 2021 right now. So this season is so has been. But I can talk <laughs> about what's in the store, and that is the problem. If you want to know what a buyer's problem is, you never know what season it is because what you're selling in store is one season. What the real season, the calendar season, is different than the store season, which is different than the buying season. So I really get confused in my season sometimes. Right now, we're actually in fall. However, we're selling winter and holiday in the store, and I'm buying for spring, summer of 21, and even pre-fall of 2021. How do you how do you uh, project what's going to be popular then? So I like to follow a lot of other designers and kind of see what they're doing. Um, 
some designers that I love to watch would be like Balmain, uh, Stella McCartney, The Row. I like to see what they're doing because they typically set trends for some of the ready-to-wear designers, um, whether it's going to be big buttons or shoulders, puffy shoulders. Um, so kind of watching that to predict the trends. Also watching influencers on Instagram. What, what's your favorite brand in the store right now? I guess I'm wearing two Anina Bing pieces, so I could say her. My favorite denim is Redone, although I love a good mother. I love La Jeance. And so some feedback we get is that our store is expensive. What would you say to somebody who is commenting about that? Uh, you're going to hear that in any industry or anywhere. It's, it's a matter of perspective, depending on what you're used to. Some people value what a good garment can do for you, how it can make you feel good and how you can keep it for 10 years. When you buy a $250 sweater, it's a sweater that you never want to get rid of. It's a sweater that wears really well and something you'll wear for 10 years from now. If it's taken care of, if you buy a sweater for $20 and um, after it's washed one time, you'll lose the shape. So you have to think about the long term. How many $20 sweaters am I buying to get the use of that one $250 sweater that is made of really good quality? Share some beauty secrets with oh. our audience. Beauty secrets? Well, they're secrets for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> besides Botox. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. Um, Botox is definitely a secret. I'm all about admitting the things that we do. Um, 40-year-olds should have wrinkles, and if they don't, they're doing Botox. Um, What are my other beauty secrets? I guess lots of water, um, being active, being happy. Honestly, I feel like perspective is huge for not only wellness, but for beauty. I feel like people... What you think about, you bring about. I say that all the time. Cannon's favorite saying. I've heard it more than 400 times, so it must be. (laughs) And it's still not old. It's not old. It is. It's perspective. And I think that brings about confidence. And I feel like confidence is a huge part of beauty. It's not just about being attractive. You can see attractive people who, you know, are very negative or don't have... The inner beauty. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. The inner beauty. They don't necessarily have the inner beauty, so it doesn't shine out. So I just feel like confident people, healthy people, happy people who are able to put things into perspective um, tend to have a little bit more. Like that's what, what does Audrey Hepburn say? She has that one good quote. It's a really good one. It's about inner beauty. It's not coming to my mind right now, but it's so true. And I read it when I was very young and I remember thinking it doesn't matter necessarily what you look like. It's how you treat other people. I remember reading one time how people who aren't necessarily physically beautiful, but treat other people people like they're beautiful, people tend to find them, oh, she's such a beautiful woman. She's such a beautiful girl. And they're described as being beautiful because they treat other people in a beautiful way. And I think that's most important. That's a good beauty secret. That is a good It's how you secret. treat other people is how they actually see you. Not the lipstick you wear. Although that's a good lipstick that you wear. It's a, it's a lip liner. And I think I just used the last of it. You were put it all over? I did. Meant to do, you meant to do that? Because it acts as a matte lipstick, so it stays on all day. That's a beauty secret. That is a beauty secret. I have secrets I didn't know I had. How do you pick out your outfits in the morning? Okay, so normally I know what I'm going to wear, but every once in a while I've got a lot of dirty clothes that need to be washed. So I will look on Pinterest and for some outfit inspiration, inspiration? Oh. stuff in my closet I'll type in like that I haven't worn in a long time and I'll put like white button up shirt outfit and then I'll see the ways they've styled them whether it's with a silk skirt or a pair of distressed denim and it'll just give me a fresh idea of something that I haven't worn in a while I love that so I do do that That's I could do that beach secret. do you want to know how I how I do this I do wear in the morning sure. well I don't like being cold so the moment of getting undressed, it's usually the quickest thing I can put on my body. (laughs) 
<laughs> Whatever is clean and near me yes. is usually how I get dressed. Usually it's comfort. Yes. Well, you you mix comfort with classics. You always look cute. You always have your little cheek you. denim on, your little golden goose, and a cute little top. So you pull it off well. I love denim. I know. I wish I could find something else that I love as much as denim, but I just want to wear jeans every day. That's good. If I had to choose what I could wear every day, it would not be denim. It would, would be, be? No, it would be like sweats, <laughs> athleisure, something well, comfortable. Same. But I mean, <laughs> if you have to be in public, if I have to be okay. in public. If I have to go to work, if I have to look dressed up, right? Wearing a skirt, yeah, while you're sitting down and trying to get things done. And I just hate being around. cold. It's, yeah. it's so cold right now. It is very cold right now. Do you feel like this is where you imagined being at this point in your life? I don't think I really had goals as where I needed to be. I think my goals were being happy and being surrounded by good people and love and to be in a place where I'm happy and I am in a place where I'm happy. So was my goal to be this buyer and operations manager for this retail store in downtown slow. I wouldn't put it that pinpointed, but my goal was to be happy and surrounded by good people. And yes, that's where I am. And I, I think that's true for most people. Cause yeah. I don't think I would have imagined that this is what I would have done with my life. Yeah. Sometimes life has its own path for you, but I feel very blessed, very lucky. I love our team so much. We have a really great team. We right do have now. an amazing team. We're very lucky. Shout out to all the ambiance girls. We love you. We love you. <sighs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. There'll be many more opportunities <laughs> for you and me, the dynamic duo. The dynamic duo. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.